For the New York State AFL-CIO, I'm Darcy Wells, and this is Union Strong. On today's podcast, our guest is the Commissioner of the New York State Department of Labor, Roberta Reardon. Commissioner, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me back. I love doing this. Yes, and welcome back. You were one of our first guests when we first started a couple of years ago. Yes, it was one of the first fun. So I want to talk to you about um, the unemployed, job creation, workplace safety, the Mm -hmm. role that unions have in all of this. Um, But first, for the New York State AFL-CEO, we have some pressing issues that are before you right now, Mm -hmm. Um, one of them being farm workers overtime. So right now, the threshold for farm workers is at 60 hours. Correct. And as you know, our position, which we're very insistent on, very passionate on, and what we've been fighting for is to have the threshold lowered to 40 hours Mm -hmm. because we feel that's only fair. That's how other workers, that's That's the threshold for everyone else. Why shouldn't it be for farm workers? Um, I know the wage board is going to ultimately make that decision. Um, Mm -hmm. There was some postponement in those meetings related to COVID. So where are we now and when are we going to know what's going to happen with that with the wage board? So we paused the wage board last December um, for a, a number of reasons, but definitely the pandemic was a very strong factor in doing that. And we are picking up with the same wage board. We think that we will probably start no earlier than November and definitely by by statute no later than December 15th. We have been gathering a lot of the data that everybody at the table asked for. Mm -hmm. um, And that has, you know, takes a little time to get it. It doesn't start getting reported till September. So we're actually bringing it in right now. And we will resume those those, uh, hearings and have a report out and a decision by the end of the year, by December. What's It's due December 31st. I hope we don't do it on New Year's Eve again. <laughs> so we will have something by the end of this we year. should, yes. In a couple of months. That's good to hear. So also right after Labor Day, nearly one and a half million New Yorkers saw their unemployment benefits either drastically decrease or disappear altogether. This was due to the expiration of the uh, federal funding, the federal programs, Um you must have heard stories of hardship, Yes, I'm sure. So how is DOL responding to that? So we started probably early in the summer. We started messaging on our social media channels, YouTubes, you know, all those, and of course on our website. And when we talked to people on the phone, we reminded them that the federal benefits were to end the first week, the end of the first week of September. And we kept consistently messaging because we didn't want people to be surprised. And the problem for us has been that these are federally mandated benefits, so we can't, you know, it's not the state unemployment insurance fund. Uh, During the pandemic, there were actually six different benefit funds that we were running instead of the one. Five of them stopped because they were all federally funded. So now if a worker is unemployed, they will, of course, be able to collect state UI, but the federal money has gone. And and I really appreciate that this is a difficult time for people. I do think that earlier in the year, everybody assumed by September with the vaccines that we'd be in a different place. Mm-hmm. And we are in a different place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a much stronger economy now and a much better health-wise, but still we are all dealing with the Delta variant and it does make employment a little dicier. 
Uh, we have a ton of resources for unemployed people, and most of them are virtual. We have not reopened the career centers yet. Obviously, the, the Delta variant is making that a, a difficult mm -hmm. thing to do. But if you go online to our website, we have a lot of resources. We have online uh, resume writing courses. We have YouTube videos on how do I do a, a, a virtual interview, which everybody is doing. We have webinars that we do every week. And in fact, this... Uh, Today, I think we posted, let me just make sure that, yes, we posted our October calendar of career fairs and events this morning. Mm -hmm. So if you go on our website, it'll have the whole month listing out all of the stuff that we're doing. We're doing a ton of virtual services, virtual career fairs. So instead of coming to a building and seeing people face to face, it's all done virtually. And you can interview with a prospective employer online. Okay. And with the you know with your camera and their camera, and we do have uh, YouTube videos and webinars on how to do a good virtual interview. Don't have the dog in the background barking. Make sure you've pulled yourself together above waistline at mm -hmm. least. All that kind of stuff. And we have resume writing tips. Uh, resumes are really really important in this world. Another thing that we've got, which I am so excited about, we have the virtual career center. Now it's not up a hundred percent right now. We're we're sending out email invitations to people who are on UI. If you got that email invitation, we hope you went in and opened up your VCC account. It gives you access to this great new tool we have. It's AI. So you list your resume and it's not your job titles, it's your skill sets. Mm -hmm. And the AI looks at all of that and says, these jobs are open now in your area. And it'll also say, if you click the button, it'll all say with a certain amount of tweaking, maybe you need to take a Microsoft PowerPoint course or mm -hmm. something like that. Then you could apply for these other jobs. So it really opens up a whole new world of work for people. And I really hope people will do it. If you received an email and you've lost it, because they're individual, mm -hmm. you can't just randomly go on to it yet. If you received an email and you can't find it, call us and we'll set up the appointment for you. But this is a great way to get people reconnected to the world of work. We know know that statistically, a lot of workers are not going back to the jobs they had before. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. What is the unemployment rate right now? So the unemployment rate right now varies. New York City is higher than the state. It's I don't have the exact number right here, but it's come down. But okay. part of what's happening in the labor force is that we have a lot of open jobs. We have over 220,000 jobs in our jobs bank right now in New York State. And we have a lot of unemployed people, but they're not necessarily matching up. And as I said earlier, people are taking the time to think about post-pandemic, do I really want to go back and be a dishwasher in a restaurant? Maybe there's something else I'd rather do. Mm -hmm. And again, use our virtual services. We can help you with that because this is a time for the first time in a long time, the labor force, workers actually have some advantage here. Mm -hmm. And they're sitting out and waiting. You you see employers raising their wages. You know, fast food, McDonald's I hear is paying, I think, 18 to $20 an hour to get people to come in. That's mm -hmm. leverage on the worker's side. Um, but people are they're they're being more thoughtful about what they want to do, and that's good for for workers, and it's actually good for employers. Mm -hmm. We also have some great coursework that we offer people for free. Coursera is an online training facility, and if you're a UI customer, we hand out licenses for free, and you can take 
They have thousands of different courses available. One of the basic things we know that that employers are looking for is basic digital skills, Microsoft Office, PowerPoint, Excel. You can take those classes for free online from Coursera. Mm -hmm. They also have credentialing available. And the other thing that's really terrific is SUNY for All, SUNY Online. It is a free college classroom. So go on to the SUNY, you know, SUNY Online uh, website and take a look. It's all free. And for all of us who've thought about, I just need to upskill a little and then I'm better really? prepared, mm-hmm. it's free. Take advantage of it now. So there's just different courses you can choose yep. from? And- Absolutely. Yeah, they're very, they realized before the pandemic that online classes was going to be the thing in the future. We have Empire State College, which mm-hmm. of course in the SUNY system is a, mostly an online school, but now all of SUNY has online offerings. And it's really exciting because I think for the first time in a long time, workers can help themselves. Mm-hmm. They can, and it won't cost them anything. And if you're not working and you're looking to upskill, now's the time to do it. Well, as you know, a big uh, part of what we do as unions is the apprenticeship programs yes. that we're pushing all the time too. Talk to me a little bit about that. And when we're talking about an apprenticeship for people who don't understand, these are paid positions. Are always paid positions? Yes. Unlike maybe an internship where you're going to learn, but. Tell us a little bit about the inter- or the uh, apprenticeship program. So we oversee the registered apprenticeship program in New York State, and we are very, very proud of it. And I always tell people the building and construction trades are the gold standard for registered apprenticeships mm-hmm. in this state. Some of the some of the trades have programs that go back. 75, 100 years. And these unions have really invested over time with their employers to make sure that they have the premium training programs for their work, for the kind of work that they do. Uh, Every union opens up their apprenticeship programs periodically, go onto a union website and you'll see when they're opening them up. You have their certain qualifications, but um, they're great training opportunities Mm -hmm. and you earn while you learn. An apprentice in a registered apprenticeship program has a job. So from day one, you're earning money, you're learning on the work site by with journey workers who oversee your work, and then you also have in RA, you have uh, at least 144 hours of classroom instruction per year. There are some of our RAs that, you know, it's the equivalent of a four-year college degree. I was going to say there was just a recent study out, uh, it just came out, I think this month, that talked about in particular with the union apprenticeships, yes. that it was equal to... The four-year college degree without the the without cost. The cost. Exactly. Yeah, I know. And the other thing is, for a lot of the trades, they are now working out arrangements with local community colleges, so they can translate some of their work immediately into an associate's degree from the local community college. They are such wonderful programs. And as we look out at this new world of work, which is much more technical, I really believe, I mean, two and four-year college degrees are wonderful, Mm -hmm. but it's not the only way way to get your skill set. And everybody's going to need some post-secondary education of some kind. Apprenticeships are a wonderful way to go. And I'm always trying to get new industries into it. So what about um, when we talk about the future of work and other jobs that are going to be coming up? What about with, the, you know, the climate change, green jobs yes. and that type of thing? How are you, um, what's the Department of Labor doing to gear people up for the, all these jobs that are going to be out there? Manufacturing, construction. Maintenance. Maintenance. Yes. So I am. And good union jobs. Very good union jobs. Yes. I am the co-chair of the Just Transition Working Group for the Climate Action Council. I'm on the council as well. And our mission at Just Transition is to make sure 
that these jobs are available to everybody in the community. We, we have a mandate to make sure that the communities that are often overlooked, it may be disadvantaged communities, women, veterans, people who don't often have a shot at these jobs, they need to be in that pipeline. But of course, our union sisters and brothers are a very, very, very strong part of this. The great thing, again, about the apprenticeship programs is that many of the unions have added green training already mm-hmm. to their curriculum. So they know that the, the transition is coming, but we're going to make sure at Just Transition that no worker is going to be left behind. If your, if your work actually goes away because of the switch to green energy, we're going to ensure that there's a pathway for you to continue because it's not it wouldn't be the right thing to do. And the country needs these workers. They're all skilled workers. We're not going to sideline anybody. It's a great opportunity. And, you know, here in New York State, we have a mandate uh, mm-hmm. to, to be green. And if you look at the, the climate in the last year and a half, the wildfires in the West, mm-hmm, the sure. hurricanes in the South, the floods that recently here in New yes. York City, we have to adapt and we have to train workers to be ready to do that work. I also wanted to ask you another thing that was important to us that we um, was one of our priorities and we were happy to see it signed into law was the New York Hero Act. Yes. Uh, which is all about keeping workplaces safer. And that's another thing that people are concerned about. You talked a little about the apprehension of going back. Mm-hmm. Um, we see, saw a lot of people decide to retire, just yep. worried about safety. So what is your what is the agency's role in that to make sure that we are safe at our workplaces and also um Uh, implementing it, monitoring it, and enforcing it, enforcing those rules. First of all, thank you to the AFL-CIO for being such a champion of this law. Uh, It is way overdue, of course. The pandemic made it very apparent that we need to have this kind of regulation, but it really is to prevent uh, an unsafe workplace should another airborne disease come along, which we know it will. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're hardly finished with covid in the, if you go on the website, on the DOL website, and just put in HERO Act, you'll see all of the regulations. It's actually pretty easy to comply with. There are things, you know, when do you have, have to have masks? What's the air quality? How do you take care of that? There are committees that should be formed so the workers have a voice in it. And we are overseeing that. We work with very closely with Department of Health. They are actually doing the regulations on the health side, and then mm-hmm. we enforce it on the safety side. Um, but it is, you know, it's it's just an example of the new world that we're living in. And I hear people all the time talking about COVID. It won't be the last pandemic in the world, and mm-hmm. we have to be ready for it. And we have an example of the, the COVID. Uh, we, we set up a portal during the pandemic. We had 45,000 complaints come in from workers, and we oversaw all of that. I'm very happy to say that during COVID, almost all of those issues were resolved with compliance. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to the to the employers and said, these are the things you need to do. And they did it because they understand their their the safety of their workers puts their their work at risk. Right. So nobody wants to harm their workers and lose their business because of it. And that's a good thing. And so and finally, how are you doing staff wise? Because I mean, I know you got hit with this. No one knew this was going to happen in last March of 2020 um, to the extent that it did. And and it was you you needed more people. Oh, yes. um, so and then when we think of um, enforcing the HERO Act, 
you know, is there going to be the people out there in the field who are going to be able to do this? Are you confident at the level that the department is at right now? Or I guess you always want more. We always want more. But I just have to say thank you, Governor Hochul, for for repealing the, the hiring freeze. And all of my departments are very busy filling out, you know, help wanted and getting people into. Now, we did increase uh, the unemployment insurance sector, uh, the telephone call claim center during mm-hmm. the pandemic. But that was mostly with third party people. Now we're actually being able to bring people into our agency and train them as permanent employees. It's a great thing. And I just I'm very serious. Thank you, Governor Hochul. It was uh, overdue and I'm very thankful for it. And any final message for folks out there who are just, you know, really struggling and, and trying to figure out what they're going to be doing next um, you, as we try to get these people back into jobs? So don't uh, don't despair. You have friends at the Department of Labor who are there ready to help you regardless of what your situation is, regardless of what your training is, regardless of where you live. First thing, go on the website, look at all the resources that are there, look at the calendar, the monthly calendar, sign up for the webinars. The webinars are two-way, they're interactive. Mm-hmm. Then the videos are simply watch to see how to do things. You can make an appointment to, to talk to a career counselor if you need to, although we're limiting that right now because obviously it's just an overflow situation. But we are there to help. And if there are resources that people want that we're not providing, let us know. I mean, we're very proud of the the virtual services we've got, but we may have forgotten something. Mm-hmm. So if there's something, we do have resume writing, interviewing skills, all that kind of thing. But there's something that we're not addressing and it's a problem. Send me an email. Send an email to the department and let us know what else you'd like us to address because we are there. And we're there for everybody, not just people who are on UI. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people doing jobs that don't meet their needs. If right. you need a career change, come to us. Mm-hmm. We're very eager to help. I do have to say one last thing. The One of the great glasses of lemonade to come out of the lemons of the pandemic is more and more workers are beginning to understand how valuable a union is in the workplace. And I am so heartened mm-hmm. because you see it all the time from warehouse workers beginning to organize. And certainly online publishing has just exploded with organizing. People understand having a voice at work is really critical. And congratulations to the men and women of the AFL-CIO for being the stalwarts that you are and being available to these workers who say, I need help. I need a voice at work and you help them get it. Well, we appreciate you saying that. And we certainly have seen that. And we see the approval ratings just for unions in general. I know. Really, really going up. I, I know. It's 68% and much higher among young people, which is very encouraging. Very exciting. So we're, we're really glad to see that. You're right. You definitely need that voice in the workplace now more than ever. Yes. Oh, also... So- Personally, congratulations on getting married. I just heard you got married this weekend. I did. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Life continues. Yes, it does. (laughs) Roberta Reardon, the commissioner of the Department of Labor, thank you very much. We love having you on. We we know you've got a lot going on and you're very busy, so we do appreciate your time. And we'll make sure that we put the um, links on our podcast so that people can get right to the Department of Labor and and go through those resources and hopefully uh, either advance their career or or get employed, get back into the workforce. Thank Thank you you so much. Thanks for listening to the Union Strong Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can subscribe and give us a rating. This has been a production of the New York State AFL-CIO. Our president is Mario Salento. Our secretary treasurer is Terry Melvin. 
We're a federation of 3,000 unions representing 2.5 million union members, retirees, and their families with one goal, to raise the standard of living and quality of life of all working people. We keep New York State unions strong by fighting for better wages, better benefits, and better working conditions. For more information on the labor movement in New York, visit nysaflcio.org. Until next time, stay union and stay strong.